What up, what up, what up? Episode 101 of the Rollin' Ramblin' Podcast. Back with your boy, Steve Bertrand, all by himself because he's lame and only has guests every once in a while. Okay, so this is an interesting podcast for me because I was just watching... Uh, earlier tonight I watched the, the Red Table Talks, you know, with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith or whatever, and it was just Will Smith and, and Kevin Hart. He had Kevin Hart on, and Kevin Hart was talking about all his stuff and sort of going through, you know, fatherhood and all these different levels of, of success and learning to listen and and how to be better for his kids. And, like, he, he didn't... They didn't directly address the fact that he... Um, you know, cheated on his wife and all that stuff, but they did show, like, the headline of it, so they did kind of talk about it and talked about the difference between having, you know, like, having to explain those types of things to your kids, your transgressions to your 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 sort of next generation, as they say, right? And it's very interesting for me to hear that and to hear them talk about the, the things they do in success, which is, you know, they delegate to people and do this and do this and do this. And they do all these things and they work hard and they have a relentless work ethic. Like, Kevin Hart works really, really hard. And you already know that Will Smith does because he always talks about, you know, one of the famous speeches he made was the whole, um, I'm ready to die on a treadmill um, just to outwork you and blah, blah, blah. And so trying to instill that in his kids didn't always work out that well, especially for the young girls. Uh, they were more about feelings and all the different, those different types of things. Paraphrasing, anyway, check it out on Facebook if you have it. Uh, it was a pretty cool interview. But the one thing that I, I took away from it that, that resonated with me was, you know, they wanted to talk about how do you give your kids adversity, right? And, like... Adversity is what made them grow and become the stars that they were, right? Uh, and and so, how do you you, you as you, as a parent, I guess you you don't want, obviously you don't want your kids to have the same struggles that you do. I mean, even my parents did the same thing. They want you to have a better life than the parent than your parents did. They they all do that. But how do you give them that? Especially at Kevin Hart and Will Smith level, how do you get them to understand like the struggles? Uh, and the part that that was almost amazing for me was this realization that it wasn't for me I that adversity builds character builds strength conversation is very very different for me now I'm just getting tea so if you hear the fridge door open it's because I am getting my cream and then I am I've already poured my tea I did my dishes while I was waiting for a fresh pot of uh, fresh uh, you know, boiling water and steeping my tea and all that stuff and then I hit the old record button it was also scorching hot in my apartment I got the uh, thanks to my brother-in-law I got the air conditioner hooked up in my place um, I haven't quite figured out how to, like, use it to its fullest, but it's definitely keeping it cooler in here. But I have to turn all my fans and 
the air conditioner off and stuff or it just buzzes in the background of this joint. So I just don't do it. Uh, but anyway, back to the point of, of the adversity creates character type of conversation. I don't talk very often about sort of ableist mentality and different things and, and different, because I don't, I don't like using harsh words where you, where you sort of separate people. I don't even like the, I saw a post today about boomers and the okay boomer and this and that, and someone was trying to defend the part of the boomers that people were talking about when they use a term, term, term like okay boomer. And my issue with it is the fact that they have a term for it at all. The fact that there are certain segments of the population where we are making assumptions um, on certain things that happened. Yes, they have complete, and I'm not even gonna edit that one second. I'm gonna see if it comes up on the on the tape. Yeah. See? That's true. I was trying to do too many things and I dropped the phone on the ground, but I'm not stopping. Because that's what makes makes things interesting. Um, and so anyway, uh, I'm now putting the green back in the in the fridge just to give you a, a full narrative of everything I'm doing that you don't really need to care about. Um, all right. So, distractible black lab steeper trend back on topic. This. I am not a big fan of of blaming segments of the population for certain things. But I have to say, in my experience, that this whole adversity creates character is very much an, an able-bodied narrative. Because, like, for, for somebody with a disability... Um, we have adverse issues just waking up or just getting up and doing things. And I don't want to say that to make you feel bad or to, um, to, to negate the fact that I have a lot of good things in my life and, and, and lots of stuff, but I have struggles that no one will ever know about. And even if I do tell people, they're not really going to know. Because you're just not going to get it. And so when I think of things like adversity creates strength. If you want to break it down and say I'm strong mentally and I can deal with a lot of different things. And, you know, all those sort of all that cliche stuff that everyone talks about. Which I think is essentially what... what Will Smith and and Kevin were talking about, and I don't. With what they were trying to talk about, it made sense for their definition. But for me, as someone with a disability trying to figure out life and trying to get through and just trying to exist and succeed and do all the stuff I'm trying to do, I've had so much adversity. Based on that formula, I should be a bazillionaire. If adversity creates strength. But I'm not. So it can't just be. 
adversity. It has to be adversity combined with uh, talent and combined with opportunity and not to mention combined with luck. People do not talk about luck enough. We can talk about divine intervention. We can talk about law of attraction. We can talk about prayer. You can talk about all those things. But luck has a lot to do with the fact that people succeed and others don't. You have to have, you know, hard work meets opportunity, creates luck, all that other kind of stuff. But And you, you have to take advantage of the opportunities that you get. Like when you get lucky, you have to kick the door down and all those kind of cliche, cliche stuff. But but I found it just really interesting to listen to that and get a lot of gems out of it, but then realize, like, this whole adversity creates strength. It's very, very difficult for somebody with a disability to hear that and not instantly feel a flood of emotion. And the reason you feel a flood of emotion is number one because it's different. Like, I deal with adversity all the time. And it does make me strong in certain ways. Like, I can deal with quite a bit and thicker skin and blah, blah, blah. But where the emotion comes from, if I'm not careful, is, is this idea that, oh, well, all this adversity... Um, made me so strong, I should be successful already. You know what I mean? Like, like this concept that that I haven't gotten to where I want to be is my own fault now because I've had the adversity to give me the strength to help me persevere and blah, 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 blah. But that's not the case. It's completely different for someone with a disability. And I'm not trying to take away that narrative that it does have some positives and obviously anybody that that has a level of success especially in the external world like hollywood or movies or athletics or anything of that nature it makes sense but for someone with a disability it sometimes can force us to feel like all of our adversity should make be making us do more. And I shouldn't say us. I shouldn't group in and, and say it's for everybody because that's how I feel. But I mean, it was like these last bunch of, of um, this, this last bunch of weeks uh, leading up to the 100th episode of the podcast, I was really struggling with a lot of things. Struggling with a lot of stuff. Struggling with like what I was going to do for the 100th episode and how it was going to work and how I was going to do all these things. And I ended up just sort of... Uh, friend Jordan uh, ended up just telling me to move forward that I had to get over the hurdle of 100. And I, I appreciate that advice and that, that push because I was just going to sit at 99 episodes and who knows when I would have done 100. And it turned out it wasn't bad. I think it was 16 days in between. Episodes, which was a lot for me, right? Because usually for a while there I was doing every day. And then now I'm doing a couple times a week. And I'm going to try and get back to more frequent episodes. And and I wanted to give you guys sort of an update on on the, the Twitter question idea that I had from the last, the last episode. So let's get that going. Um, 
let me see if I can find any more notifications and see if Mr. Seth Green has re replied back to my my question. Um, I did have someone uh, reply and lump me in and say hello pretty on my birthday. Someone named William Daniel. Handle is William O four nine three o o six o. Um, replied to uh, another person's tweet that I replied to and me and said hello pretty on my birthday. Um, so I'm just going to message this person and be like, hey, thanks. It was my birthday. Um, see what happens. Let's see. Okay. Thanks. I felt pretty all day Sunday I felt pretty all day let's see what happens and then a smiley face cool let's see what happens um, just to get some spam going. Um, but I didn't hear back from Mr. Seth Green, so let's see if we can find, uh, Jeremy. Let's see if I can find Jeremy Ratchford. He'll be the one that I tweet at right now. Let's see, Jeremy Ratchford, does he have a Twitter account? Does he have a Twitter account? Maybe. I wonder if this is him. He's been tagged in a couple things. Yeah, he's been tagged in a few things. When's the last time he tweeted? Uh, he isn't going to check this. So we're going to try and figure out another way. To get a hold of him later. Let's see if. All right. Aha. Alrighty, and the last time he tweeted was a year, two years ago as well. So his account is. Not the one to get a hold of him at either, and his Instagram got a little more. Let's see, Let's see if we can find Steven. Steven. Seagal. Okay. Alrighty. When's the last time he posted something? He posted in May, so I'm still going to message him and be like, hey, um, I'm going to DM him right now. And I'm going to be like, uh, where 
his live profile so I can share a video with him. This is very boring for most of you, but let's see if I've got something on my profile that is Aikido related. Aha, uh -huh, do that. That's an old one. Um, there's got to be some Aikido on this. Okay. Uh, this is my yeah okay well that's what I got for Aikido postings on the gram I know I posted a video where I was like falling backwards so I want to share that I know this is fairly boring for the there it is. So I'm going to share this one. So there's a there's a live Aikido video of me. Uh, I'm going to share this with. Boom. And then what are we going to say? Uh, hi. Hi. I am 38. With. Cerebral palsy. I'm gonna, well, I'm thirty. I'm a thirty-nine now. I'm gonna have to change that. Thirty-nine with cerebral palsy. Uh, I practice Aikido. Aikido. Regularly, rarely, and have for seven years. I have my. Fourth cue. Thank you for your inspiration. Inspiration. I grew up watching. Your movies out for justice. So we'll see if he responds to that. But anyway, I wanted to send that to somebody. I promised Mike on the last podcast that I would, um, that I would message, um, 
uh, a celebrity every uh, every podcast moving forward and just see what happens, see if we ever get a response in any way. So this has been an interesting podcast because you just heard me type and f- scroll and do different things and then and then also um, and then uh, and then you also heard me drop the phone onto the ground. Uh, so all of those things might have been very exciting for you. Um, but either way, it's it's interesting to ramble on for these random things and think about how much more aware I've been of things that I want to do to make me happy and also things that are uh, things that I don't need to do to get where I want to be in life. Like I don't, I don't need to be overwhelmingly inspirational and motivational anymore. I can just talk about random things. I can be completely comfortable with the fact that, that I haven't got it right yet, that I haven't been able to figure it out, that I've been trying a lot of different things and I'm still working uh, at a lot of this. And I wish I could go and change some stuff uh, because I really don't think that I needed to... Um, that I really needed to go through all of those things to learn lessons. But again, everything that I went through apparently got me here to where I am today. So so the fact that I just dropped my phone on the ground a little while ago and now you heard me type and I went through all this and I had this revelation around um, adversity creates strength. And I only agree with that to a small extent to the other point. I think you're just uh, really causing yourself frustration and, and it's actually leading to self-doubt is a big thing. So I think that's very, very important to recognize that there is a, I believe, a crux or a precipice where there's, there's a law of diminishing returns when you have struggles and adversity, right? They can build strength to a certain degree, but then after that, it doesn't help you at all. It just hurts your, it hurts your self-esteem. It hurts your, your internal dialogue. It hurts all that stuff. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, it's been 22 and a bit minutes. Uh, I hope you enjoy this one. Episode 101 of the Rolling Ramble podcast with Steve Bertrand. Talk to you soon.